You're a busy man, aren't you, Jamie? Very you. busy, uh, especially yeah. this morning. Ah, uh, well, I'm a busy man too, Jamie. Oh, yeah. That's why I use hair and body shampoo. This show is sponsored by Hair and Body Shampoo, saving you time, money and space on the shelf. Especially when you've got no hair like you. Like quandary. Oh yeah. I've um come in a shirt today, have you noticed? Good word. Salmon. Quandary. Quandary yeah. is a good word, isn't Here's it? Here's the thing you're saying yeah. salmon when I wore that very same colour, you said it was pink. Uh but well, yeah. I don't I'm I worry about not only the colour making me look a little bit washed out. Yeah. I mean the girls think it's really they go, Oh I like your shirt, Dad, I like your shirt. But the dynamic is it's got Certain shirts have that distance between buttons that makes it re a huge quandary, as I said. Yeah. Whether to have the second to top button, never top button. I'm never going to button it all the way up. I've, I've seen some people do. Are it you that worried way. about your chest hair? No. Well, I don't mind displaying some of that chest hair. Right. I mean, I'm not like the most astute person in the world. So what's your quandary? Well, do I? I, I, I you see, no. just before we started, then I buttoned it up and I went, oh, that feels a bit yeah constricting. Open it. Do you think open? Open it. That's just... Mm, oh, you, you look to me chest in a very leery way. That's then. it. It's is a bit more free. Not like that. that but well, it's a bit more freeing. That's yeah. it. You've you got think, it. Do you think that's you've, it? You've got it. I don't know why I'm going for you for fashion tips. I know. Look at you. You've, you've dressed like... Um, I don't, you look like... T-shirt. Someone is doing a bit of black light puppeteering later on this afternoon. <laughs> you look like you've got to be... In a minute, get your little balaclava on. And do what? <laughs> Put your hand inside two like, bright green In puppets. a puppet box and black Are you kids, you all right? On Blackpool Pier. Exactly. Oh, well. What's Sorry. on the show, Steve? Well, we'll be discussing adverts from days gone by. Oh, we will. Because you noticed... How did it come about with the... I follow the, a Facebook page called Growing Up in the 80s. Oh, Belton. So yeah. it has a lot of memories on there. Things, yeah. Old adverts, cassettes. Well, we'll see how badly this particular advert has Taking aged. Taking the charts. Oh, yeah, all that sort of stuff. When your mum yeah. walked in. I saw one not so long ago, and it had a little... And it said, you, you were born in the 80s, 70s or 80s, if you know what this is. And it was... Those little eye viewers that used to put a little picture. Do you remember? You used to go. You, my grand would always have one, just uh, just always there on the worktop when you go around to house and you pick what it up. Was it? It was like a, it was a, a kaleidoscope. No, no, it was a picture viewer, and it was like a little thing. You'd hold it up to the light. Yeah. And at one end, <laughs> they'd have the tiny. I suppose it was a tiny version of a picture, but it was a magnifying glass. So when you held it up to the light, the sh yeah. light shone through, and you'd see like. It, the one that we had, we were on holiday in Pontins, in I don't know wherever, at Pontins Southport probably, yeah. and and it's just the family like that, and you're all over. Oh, that's a good picture. See, that's the difference between me and squint. you, isn't it? You had sort mm. of beautiful pictures looking in the magazine. I had a pen with a woman on in a bikini, and if I turned it upside down, a bikini rolled off. <laughs> yeah, and we, that, were, we weren't allowed filth like that. That would be house. six hours of fun. <laughs> Just turning a pen up and down with a pen, your family, family member would have brought you back from Spain. Uh, not as much fun as that. Did you have a moo box? Before Xboxes, kids. Hey, kids, before they had an Xbox, you used to have a moo box. 100%. It was a box that went moo. Did Didn't you have one on? No. Nope. You, you never had a... No? 
It's most ridiculous. I'm doing the actions. I know. I've seen you do this on stage. Mm. <laughs> That's my favourite. <laughs> favourite noise. I'm good at it, though, aren't I? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, we'll talk about adverts gone by. Um, I'll also tell you the cracking name of a micro pub I've driven past oh, four yeah. times in total this week. Have you? This one particular pub. And every time I've giggled, uh, I'll tell you that. And also my theory to the origins of American football that just came to me this week. It's a oh, bit random. Yeah. I want to know your opinion whether this is feasible or not. And Jamie, you'll be telling us some fun facts about ice cream vans and uh, why you use your wife's cosmetics. Didn't say cosmetics, did I? I just said to- there's toiletries. Every cosmetics, man I, I, I label it all as cosmetics. Probably, I've been cosmetics when I go through the list. There's probably loads on there. Every uh, man does it, which is perfect because this, every bloke, this show is sponsored by her and body shampoo, so it's, it'll probably tie in with that, will it? Or your version, body shampoo. All right, enough. Enough. Plus, all the usual features. Raw proclamation, fascinating facts uh, about eggshell. Oh, no, that was last week. Eggshells. <laughs> that was last week with the eggshells fact, wasn't it? What's trending? A rockabye baby and a clothing forecast. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in the right mood. Is it because of Everton? No, we're not oh, talking about football, are we? No, we don't talk about football. Not, um, not in this podcast. It's finding funnies. Even though... We, I, I've tried to divert away from from traffic complaints, Steve, but I do have yeah. another one, really. Right. Because there is a pandemic of potholes in the country. Potholes mm. aren't a really a problem because I can see them. But the mm. other day, I was a passenger in the car. Oh. Quite relaxing, really, being a passenger. I, I like it. I do mm. like it. Mm. And because I had time on my hands and I was relaxing, looking out the window. And I was looking out the passenger sort of door window with my finger up my nose, busy beavering, busy <laughs> beavering away. <laughs> they didn't pause then, there. Little, because I'm not driving. Yeah. The dangers of oh. going over a pothole. While your fingers up your nose. While your fingers up your nose. Oh. I nearly took my brain out. Oh. Yeah. So there's a danger. So my complaint is, fix the potholes. I'm going to lose my brain. I've noticed on my particular navigation system that I have in my car, on my phone, yeah. Ways, I'll give them a mention. Yeah. They tell you when the potholes are coming up. Oh, and it's quite, it becomes quite a fun game, especially on a motorway. I'll do it on a motorway. I did it last night, funnily enough. And it'll say there's a pothole in you know, however many yards, and you start looking for it because you don't know which lane. It doesn't specify which lane. Oh, yeah. Of and, course. You go, and you go, ah, and then it says, is it still there? And you, you go, yeah, it's still there. Not you allowed know, all to right, touch your screen. Because that's what the old point of the, the Ways app is. You Not allowed to touch your screen. What? Whilst you're driving, so how can you say if it's there or not? What are you not allowed to? What? But it's t- it's telling me to do that. No, is that six a- points? Get off! It is. You touch your screen whilst you're driving. If a copper sees you, you're going to get. How points. about tuning a radio or something like that? Radio's fine, but you d- don't touch your phone screen. I guarantee you get points for that. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I guarantee you get points. You might get a nice copper who let you off in the morning. Answering the phones? No. No, can't touch nothing. Really? That's the that's the rule. Six points. Six points. And if you're using your phone in the car, that might be for holding it. Yeah, if you caught holding it or texting. But no, holding you, your phone. But if you touch the screen, I mean, it's no different than touch, changing the radio, is it? Because they're all touch screen these oh, days that's as what well. I mean. But yeah, you are. Yeah. So somebody might have it be in a legal profession or be married to a police officer. I won't be doing that anymore. I won't officer. be doing that. Let us know what the rules are. They won't be do- I won't be doing that anymore, then, because I'm, I'm, I'm all for the law, me. Yeah, I'm a law-abiding citizen is what I am, Jamie. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that. Thanks. You're, you're all right. It was on my journey last night that I did see this micro pub. Can I, can I tell you where I drove through? I'll tell you where I drove through, and you try and guess the micro pub's name. 
Go on. Okay, I drove several times this week. I've had three gigs over in the Peak District. Oh, very nice place. The Hope Valley, gorgeous place. Gorgeous gigs as well. And uh, I went through Disley. Disley, that's nice. Disley. So what's the name of the micro pub that I drove past? Just had a little giggle. It's opposite, right opposite the Dandy Cock, if you must know. What, the Dandy Cock? Because <laughs> I, I drove past it exact, just last night, I thought, right, on the, I'm just clocked exactly so I can describe to people exactly where it is. And I looked, there's a pub opposite, a big pub called, called the, the Dandy, Dandy Cock. Went, oh, the Dandy Cock and the... Anyway, the Dandy Cock's like your traditional pub, and then the microbrewery, just as they always are, they often are, aren't they, just in a row of terrace uh, shops, if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this one that just had the sign over it. So it's in Disley. What have they called the pub? I don't know. Go on. Malt Disley. Oh, banger. That's a good one, isn't That's it? That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So I got, it got me to thinking. It got me to thinking, Jamie, about what we could call pubs around our area. Now, oh, oh. You, you have a think about this while I give you a couple of examples, right? I'm thinking... Do you we, like microbreweries for a start? Do you like these micro-pubs? I'm, I'm not a big drinker, am I, really? And also, I've noticed as I get older, uh, any beer triggers headaches for me a lot. But I do like them, yeah. I do like... I, like I think the, you'd be all right in a micro-pub because they save the beer with a little head. <laughs> <laughs> So it'd be right up your street. I should have known you were setting me up for that. <laughs> Bubbly with a little head. <laughs> Bubbly with a little... <laughs> the royal, the royal beer. Yeah. You know, Steve, I'm applying to royal, please. Yeah. Bubbly with a little head. Yeah, gassy with a little good. head. Gassy, that's the that's oh. thing that goes on there. It's not into ah, it, mate. I don't like the real ale. It's a bit of a thing, isn't it? It's not for me. Try it. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to think of a beer that would be the most. The other be like a cloudy, miserable. That doesn't rhyme. No, no, that doesn't rhyme. So let, me give me, let me give you a for Charlie. Right, Charlie. Ch oh, right. So Ch I've got a place for Charlie. Yeah. See if you can come up with one as as good as what I've done. Go on, Charlie. Charlie's the place. Charlie. Well, so you've got to think like you. Case. I mean, you don't want to go my malt again, but you're thinking of all different things associated. I'll play along at home. Go on, Charlie. Hops, no, Charlie. Well, hoops. You could, Charlie. you could. Hops is a good word to put into some other ones, mate. Yeah. Go on. What have you got? Here's hopping. That'd be good. Here's that'd be hopping. Good. See, that'd be a good one. Easter. For I've put Charlie's a jolly good fellow. Terrible. It's a long title. I know. It it's, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot. All right then. All right. <laughs> um, about from where you live. Yeah. Drinks and stand dishes. Again, drinks and dishes. It's drinks and stand dishes. No, there is a restaurant around here called Dish. Oh, what about where I live? I live in Wheelton. Oh, this I now this is the best. Wheelton's good because it's got a good right. Go on, what have you, have you seen? You come up with the same one that I've come Wheelton, up with. I don't know because I think this is my best. This. Go on, wheel ales. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, thank you. That's good. I, I did end up a good yeah. one there, didn't I? Yeah, but. Uh, if you could have done it in old English and put wheeled ales. Wheeled ales. Oh, aye. Aye. That's it. Bob, Bob. That was your best Bob. one, actually. I think the other ones were quite wordy. They're quite hard. Yeah. I don't, Charlie, Charlie's a... Charlie have... The certain words are trigger words. And Charlie has always done it. Even living there. Whenever you say it, I want to say... He's a jolly good fellow at the end of it. For Charlie... No. Charlie's a jolly good Charlie's fellow. A, Charlie's yeah, a yeah. I get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Certain one, the, I, I'll tell you the other one. Go on. Pretty Patel. Yeah. Right, the, the politician. Whenever I hear a name, 
I go into it triggers me to sing Metal Guru by T Rex. And I don't know why, it just does her name, just does now do you know Metal Guru? No. Right, it goes Metal Guru Oh, Metal Guru. Look it up. It's a great song, cracking song. But whenever I hear, pretty Patel, it's a good name, isn't it? It's a great. Pretty Patel. You are very confident as a parent, even though the the, the spelling's different. Pretty. To call your child pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wouldn't know until you asked them to spell it. If somebody just phoned you up and said the name was Pretty. Yeah. You'd be gutted if they weren't. Yeah. If they're a proper minger. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, that. Very good point. Conferences. Um, uh, do you want to hear me think? Do you want to... I, I keep feeling like I'm leading a lot of well, stuff it, here. So I'm just trying to go down my list of 12, things. 12 minutes in, normally it's the musical round. Oh, right. Of course yeah. it is. Of course it is. Yeah, you've got a good one this time. Oh, have we? Right, here we go. Rock a, 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 is it rock a, rock a by Baby or Pop a by Baby this week? Mm, I'm going to say Pop. Oh, right. It's okay. Rock a Pop I like Baby. A little bit of a clue. Pop a by Baby. Rock a Pop. Pop Princess, I could call this lady. Oh, you're giving it me... Oh, I have already. You're giving me, you're giving me more hard. clues than I normally have. Yeah. This is just for the people at home. Again, it sounds easy. Yeah, but I don't think. Although it tends to be the rock ones. Right. That I do, I there you go. And what I'll do is I'll silence the mic so you can't speak, but then it'll come through clear as a bell. <coughs> All, right. Right. All right, here we go. Yeah. go oh and the kicker was the very end then. that was a spot treated you to the end been, it's adele, isn't it? oh! adele i've got it Anna. Oh! if i hadn't put that last bit in you wouldn't have got it i'm sorry is it called i'm sorry no it's called hello oh it's, a, oh, it's that one it hello yeah yeah it's not got that first bit has it it's got all that bit is it that is rockabye baby that is all of it obviously there's the baby bits as well isn't there It's this little bit, isn't it? Yeah. I must have been. Very good. So I like that one. Yeah. 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 I gave you too much there, really. I should have cut it. Oh, oh, yeah, but it puts me in a good mood, Jamie. You've um, set me up for the day. Here's the thing that Bradley made an observation walking back from a Domino's Pizza last week. Mm. And we heard the chimes, because you know you're in summer. We heard the chimes of an ice cream van. Right. And we went, oh, the ice cream van. I've not heard that for ages. And then he said, but we don't know where it is. And it got us to thinking, we had a conversation now. The chimes of an ice cream... You can't locate an ice cream van <laughs> by its chimes. Because you think you it's think on it's your right estate. There, yeah. But it's on another estate. Or you think it's on your road. And it could be three roads away. And I thought, yeah, he's absolutely right. Because it's the always sound. I'm trying to think that last time I even heard one. Growing up, I lived on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. All right. Or is the same France road that you can't turn round it? They have to turn round in. Yeah, but in the cul-de-sac, right? There was another like more a main road, if you like, through road behind us. Okay, right. So if you heard the ice cream van, you'd go running out. But it could be a nightmare situation. Yeah, where 
you realise it's on the road behind you and then you've got to go out the cul-de-sac all the way around and by the time you get there, it's gone, isn't it? It's gone. I think they should make all military vehicles uh, be installed <laughs> with an ice cream van <laughs> chime. That's a really good idea, isn't it? So if you're a tank rolling into a city <laughs> and you go, din, 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 and everyone will go, where are they? Can you imagine? Oh, dear. That's really... Talking of nursery rhymes, by the way. Yeah. I was in Eam last night. Eam? Eam is E-Y-A-M. E-Y-A-M. I started off by telling... It's the Plague Village. It's famous for being a... Back in 1665, I think it was, right, and the plague was about, this, they had a delivery of wool or something like that, of, of text, some type, form of textiles to the village. Yeah. And it contained the plague right, no. that was going around at the time. And as a result, the guy who unpacked it, first of all, he fell ill and died. Then all the relatives started to die. And eventually this whole village, this population of something like 600 odd, 200, nearly a third of the village ended up dying because from this of this box. But what they did, this is why I started off last night going, hey, you guys, way ahead of your time, weren't you? Yeah, go way on. Way ahead of the time. They self-isolated the whole village. They they cut themselves off from the rest of the of the Derbyshire, if you like, where it was based. Yeah. And it became known as the Plague Village. So they, they, no one left the village, no one went into the village and until this plague had passed. Right. And so I was going like, wow, I said, do you remember your first lockdown? I suppose your first lockdown was 1665, wasn't it? A few people chuckled. I had to explain it to the ignorant ones. Do you know what I mean? Because I've looked it up. Village. No, but I knew about this scene because I've been there years ago. And, and then I looked at the history of it just before I went on stage last night. And I went, oh, I remember all this. But also the nursery rhyme... Ringa Ringa Roses yeah. stems from that village. Never. Yeah, and from the plague itself. Why? Because... Did the kids sing it at the school? Kids, yeah, th- this is about... I mean, we discussed this just before we came on, about how nursery rhymes... Uh, the, all our nursery all from just, our childhood are, are all Singing about horrible things. Yeah. Like you, since you're London's well, we'd burning. Well, we all sat there... London's burning! Smiling London's in a playground. Burning. People are dying. We've talked about natural disasters, yeah. but we didn't, as kids, we didn't realise. But Ringa Ringa Roses, is it, it's called Ringa, the, apparently the telltale sign of having the plague was a, 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 a rash that was in the form of a ring that would appear on your face. Right. So you'd see that. Oh, imagine seeing that. Imagine that. Just imagine think, seeing it on your, imagine you now, and a gust going, anyway, Jamie, what are we going to, Jamie. Oh my! Oh God, Jamie! Do got, you think the you got um, a ring on your face? You're going to die. They did that so that people would make would remember the rules, like ringer, ringer, roses, apocryphal. No, oh no! It's no, it's no, it's no, it's no, it's not. No, it's just some kid. <laughs> it's a satiricist of the time. Going, hey, here's a bit edgy. I've got a bit of edgy comedy for you. They actually uh, the end bit's quite sick. Apocryphal. Well, a tissue. That's the point. A tissue. So the rash appears. Then you start to sneeze. Yeah. Next thing you're dead. That's it, isn't it? A ring, a ring of roses, a pocket full of palsies. I think the palsies is some... Tissue, I don't tissue, know what we all fall about. down. Yeah. A tissue, a tissue. We're all f- dead. And we'd all... Uh, so basically, you get the rash. Someone gives you some flowers. I don't know what the flowers are. I don't know what the palsies is about. But anyway, you get flowers, rash, flowers, sneeze, dead. That and was we'd the all order of the that plague. In the playground, wouldn't we, when yeah. we were kids? It's nice, isn't it? Isn't it? What other Got ones did j- we have from our chat? We had... Um, London's burning. Mm-hmm. 
That was a popular London, one. Well, the one that I used to talk about in my acts was, of course, Singer Song of Sixpence, Pocket Full of Rye, 420 Blackbirds Baked in a Pie. And what's that? When the pie was open, the birds began to sing. No, and that's when I used to go. Do you remember me? Oh, I know, you know yeah. Got but, talent. But what is the... It's undercooked, is what it is. Undercooked. It's a good joke, that. You it? But what's the... What's it about? Disaster. I don't know. You see, you need to look it up for next week. There must be some... There must be some story about... There must be... I do... Do you know what? I know this. I do know this. It's something to do with... The, again, it's something to do with... Death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. The should blackbirds we, baked in a... Oh, I don't know. Should we move on to something more cheerful? Well, I was, I was going to say, this Go links. On. This does link nicely into what we were talking about, and we mentioned at the top, about adverts. Oh, yeah. Go on. And the, you, this is a website you've been going on, and you noticed an advert from the 1980s for Yorkie Bar, didn't you? Well, you, you never forget. I mean, this is how times change. But when we were kids, you, you grew up when it was just not. It was just there. It was just marketing, wasn't it? Everything was marketed for men and for women and girls and for boys. And the Yorkie bar was advertised. And not even advertised on telly. It actually said on the bar. Which I never realised until you sent me that picture, which I, so we'll play this clip in a minute. It was subsequently showed to my daughter. Yeah. It said and not for girls. Yeah. Incredible. Which, is phenomenal, and then I think there the, the would have been a bit of public outrage because girls would have been complaining. Yeah. So they went, "All right, then, girls, you can have one." Don't you worry. But here's one. We'll pink. cater for you, and it's it's pink. So, so as a girl, pink mark. You would have to go girl. into the shop. Do you think it was slightly softer chocolate. <laughs> it must not been. quite as tough. So did I, you extract the the audio from that? Or I did. I put, oh, go, do you want them? I did. This so. is my daughter's reaction. This is basically my daughter. I I showed her this. I showed her the advert. And just to see, I, to be fair, well, listen to how she reacts. I think she's more in shock. Normally, I think if I wasn't filming, I think she'd probably have proper kicked off about this. But this is what she genuinely did when I showed her. What do you think about that? Is that, is that actually real? Yeah. No, it's not. Is that actually real? It is. You weren't allowed Yorkie bars back in the day. Would you have been happy with that? No. You're all right. You're all right because they thought eventually they came to the senses and they did this. Does that make it better? That's the bit where you just showed her the pink one. Yeah. That's not real. Pink, right? It is real. Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It actually is. That's, that's so weird. That's actually real. Yeah. That is actually real. She's just stunned. <laughs> she, she, she absolutely. She was genuine. thought it was only for real men. Real men. Real men yeah. eat chocolate bars. Yeah. Well, Yorkie yeah. bars. It was a thick chocolate. So it's difficult for you girls to chew through. Okay. I think I'd better leave it at that. <laughs> You, you bottled it, it at the it, end. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I did, it did then lead into me starting to tell us about the other one. It's starting to remember all other adverts they used to have. Like, Finger of Fudge, remember that? Finger of Fudge. A finger of Fudge is just enough to give your kid to treat. A Finger of Fudge is some small, some, it's very small and neat. It's full of Cadbury goodness. Goodness. Goodness, <laughs> sugar. It's very small and neat. A Finger of Fudge is just enough to give you... And the idea was... 
it don't take all it, giving the snack you can give without ruining the appetite. Is that what it's it like was? That was it. We're like, like, oh, give him a, give her a finger of fudge. That won't ruin the appetite. Oh, it's hell. only something little like that. So she was happy. We wonder why we have obesity in the country. She was stunned, your daughter, wasn't she? Utterly stunned by that, by the sexism of that one. Yeah, but. I mean, listen, I reckon you go back to the day. I mean, every, not only... The, it's probably the more hidden sexism in adverts. If you think about Shake and Vac, she was a woman doing the shaking and vacking. No, there was never, never a fella doing the No, the advert was the... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Shaking back, put the freshness back. Do the shaking back. Do the shaking back, put the freshness back. It was horrible. Yeah. Have you ever smelt shaking back? Oh... You'd actually go round and just put powder all over your carpet and hoover <laughs> it off. <laughs> it could have been, you could have put anything down that stank, really, couldn't you? Talcum powder would have been, how was it? How is it any different to talcum powder? It's just no a, different. It would have just been like a guide as to where to hoover around your house. Wasn't <laughs> where it was sure you didn't miss bits. You'd actually just think you got ants. It's the it's the carpet equivalent of that stuff you used to put on your teeth at school to show where you were brushing your teeth properly. Do you remember you chewing a like? They said right, <laughs> everyone chewing one of these. And you chew like a the paper, like a no, like a pink thing in it. They call your teeth go pink, wouldn't it? Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you brush your teeth. Now that now everyone smile. You see, Tina, you're not getting the back teeth there, are you? You can see they've still got some of the pink on. That's just something to focus for in the future. Imagine. Here's the thing. Can you imagine if uh, social media would have been about? When your hockeys were doing them, it wouldn't oh, go past. It wouldn't go past the first day. No, absolutely, they were proper kicked off. We talk about old adverts. Yeah. The one I always always springs to mind is the advert for Yellow Pages with the and I can't remember the full scenario, but it was about a guy getting basically used Yellow Pages to order a bike. And he orders a racing bike. Do you remember? And the last line in it, I always remember the last line was. I was right about that saddle, though. Oh, no, I, don't, I remember I J.R. I just remember the last line. I don't even know. There's the J.R. Hartley one, obviously. Which is the that famous one. famous one. But then they had another one about a, a bike, and he was basically saying, oh, that saddle doesn't look right. You know, like racing bikes? Yeah. Suddenly, started, the, the saddle's got narrower and narrower and hard, and he obviously says, oh, that little... I don't know what, I don't know what the earlier line must have been, but the last line was always, oh, we're right about that saddle, though. And that's all of it I can remember. The, uh, the ones that stick out in my mind are... Um, for cigars, for Hamlet, yeah. where there was always a disaster, and then after the yeah. after the disaster, they just relax and just oh, light up. Oh yeah, yeah, the golfing one. Remember just that in the, in, the, in the in the bunker for ages. If you think about going back to the chocolate situation or not, most things were encouraged. We even get encouraged to smoke. It was all all done as if these are good for you. You know, yeah. hey, go it'll improve your life. Have a cig. It'll make you Cigarettes. feel better. David, the sponsor. The only thing I can think of being advertised in a more subtle way, if you like, as in. In a sense of, you shouldn't really be doing this. Was our whites um, lemonade, lemonade? Because that was the only ever. It'd be a secret one. I'm a secret lemonade drinker, wasn't it? In the middle that of that was night. all like. You shouldn't really be doing it. I'll try it. lemonade. Right, ciggies. You're all right with your cigs. Don't you worry about your ciggies. Don't you worry about your chocolates. But you want lemonade. All right, keep it quiet. 
get up in the middle of the night, you're going to have a bit of lemonade. Oh, I'm right. a secret lemonade drinker. I'm a secret lemonade drink. Uh, of all the products to be a secret drinker of. Harvey, <laughs> an alcoholic. <laughs> you're hardcore, three o'clock in the morning, having a glass of <laughs> lemonade. Some bloke sat there with a bottle of meths. <laughs> going like, hey, see you on the meths, John. Secret lemonade drinker. Really want. Get a bit of that, get a bit of that lemonade, mate. Unbelievable. Try a bit of lemonade with your mouth. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, did you get your? Uh, did you get the phone alert? Uh, did, the government phone oh alert. Oh my! Well, do you know where I was? Where? I was at a charity football match, which I'll come to in my Royal Proclamation in a minute. Shocking news about that. But I was at a, at a, a charity football match. So there was about two thousand people there, and it all went off. It was, it was amazing to watch. But what was more humorous to witness? Was the ones who didn't get it, who didn't get the message. I didn't get it. Did you not get no, it? No, I didn't get it, no. I'll let you know. Don't worry, mate. Honestly, if anything was, happens, I'll, I'll phone you up first. I think there was eight of us in our house and uh, five got it and three didn't. Really? So well, quite a few didn't get it then? Yeah. They class that as a success, though, didn't I don't they? think they call it natural selection. I think so. I think you'll be you'll be gone. I'll be here to... Yeah. You know, Carry on the. I think it's a good thing, really. It's all done intelligent. People got really looks like uppity about the thought of it all. It didn't bother me. If you don't want it, you can switch it off. By the way, I tried scaring a few people by going. They're going. Oh, it's just a test. It's just a test. I says. Oh no, it's just a test. Oh, look at that mushroom cloud. So what happened? You were at a charity football match. Yeah, and, and it was just every everyone's heads just diverted from the football. Everyone the just went. I just saw. Yeah, I was. Hit me raw proclamation, I'll tell you what. Hit me raw proclamation. There you go. What is it? I was substituted. Oh, that's a nightmare. After three minutes. What? Oh, God. Hamstring. I sat through nearly the whole match. I was actually genuinely furious. I, I've never been so angry. I sat. How they, many they, they had a, what they call rolling subs, right? So there's only three substitutes. Go on, sorry. How many minutes? I don't think people heard. Three. Right, let me just get to the point. Right, so this is our manager, as, as she was. She said, I was sat on the bench, she said, right, we have rolling subs, so if anyone gets tired, just come off. It doesn't matter, we can use subs as many times as yeah. you want. So it doesn't matter. As you do in a charity match. And I've done many a charity matches. And enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> you go on for 10 minutes, come off, and then go back on again. So, two lads come off in the first half, after about 15, 20 minutes or so, two, and two of the subs go on. I'm the only sub not used. And then, a few minutes later, someone else says, oh, I'll come off now for a bit. Yeah. He comes off, and the subs who'd already just, those who'd come off went back on. I'm going, I've not, not been used yet. Oh, no. And this went on and on. Did you have to put your down? Past half time. So, uh, eventually, 10 minutes from the full time, so I'd sat through the hall, I'd do the half-time team talk, when they were just giving utter nonsense, you know, like, let's have no funny business, they said, let's have no funny business. I think, that's what I'm here for, that is my business. So what minute did you get on? I got in the 80th minute. Yeah. They found out, oh, have you not been on yet? I went, no, I've been sat here on the bench. As soon as that glorious day, by the way, as soon as I went on, hailstorm. It absolutely threw it down for 10 minutes that day, right? Three of them, I was... So, but then, I saw I played for three minutes. I touched the ball twice. And right? she subbed you off. And then she went, right, Steve, it was four all at the time. She went, we've got to think about penalties later. What, what, what do you mean, think about match. penalties? Exactly, a charity match. I'm going, 
I said, are you joking? I said, I've just literally, I've only just come on. There's people who've been here for the whole match. There were, play, there were also players who'd been on for the whole 90 minutes. Yeah. And she didn't go, no, come on. Stay. It, I'm just thinking about late, you know, for penalty, if, we, if it goes to penalties. But does it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter. I'll take a penalty. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun game. I, honestly, I sat on that bench and I went, I was going to go straight away. I would have. And anyway, I, I went pretty quickly after and I won't play another. I'll not play another. Who was the manager? match. I don't, I don't know who she was. She, she went physio last time. <laughs> and they've made their manager. Was it fun? There a couple of people who seemed to be running the, the show. But I, I, I honestly... Who was it? I'm playing that Manchester Remembers one in a couple of weeks. Who, was the, um, who was the team? What was the team called? It was a good good cause. Can I just say, at the end of the day, it was yeah. good. But, that, but that's more to my point. That's more to the point where we should all have a lot of fun and not... Don't you know, the pros as well, we're playing legends. And they were getting proper yeah, angry. Yeah, they can't switch off, can they? Really angry. Shouting at this poor girl. There was a girl linesman. And she was a lovely, lovely girl. Right? And they were shouting. I mean, really. Grown men having a go at her because she not flagged one of our goals offside. They're going, it's just a bit of fun. And she not had a pink Yorkie at half time. And she didn't it. <laughs> But anyway, that that was what yeah, that was my raw proclamation for this week. Three I'm minutes, I suppose. So I'm hopefully my shirt off. when I got boundary parking on seventh of May, I'm hopefully get a bit longer on the pitch. I would have took my shirt off and threw it in the bench. I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't have even stopped. No way would uh, I have stopped there. Off. Completely yeah. off. Would have seen the yeah. car spinning off the car. As Tom Lister was playing as well, pointed out as he's played, you'd probably have longer love love making sessions and how I'm long going, did he play? I went to be fair, no. <laughs> How long did Tom play? I said, I performed. I told my wife before the upset. I said, I performed for three minutes. She went, Oh, that's good. I went, No, it's not good. Though. She went, oh, what are we talking about? I said, The football. Did you, how long did Tom play? 90 minutes. No. All that. He shattered. He phoned me up next day. Your knees are. No, my knees aren't hurting. Because I only trotted on for three minutes. That's embarrassing. Can't and it was a three the worst part of it I wouldn't mind it was three minutes of sunshine it was the three minutes of hail so I still needed a shower after unbelievable where was it played I got muddier I got muddier <laughs> kneeling down for the team photo at the beginning I got a big patch of mud because I knelt for the picture I was on the front row with my tiny head oh was right. this the one where you had the shortbread no no all the shortbread was another story so that that was yeah that was the match That's with the, the same shortbread game. same game but that what happened with that it, as we kept we kept going back into you know you like warm up before the before yeah. the match and stuff and we kept going back there was this big box of shortbread at the door and I'm going I said oh, I want some shortbread it looked like you know on Amazon just drop it yeah. and then take a picture and then leg it it looked like that situation everyone's just walking but everyone ignore it and I'm going has anyone brought anyway a guy started to just uh, our manager one of the man, one of the organisers whatever said is everything alright is everyone alright I said I said I am alright I said I'm just a little bit worried what's the matter Steve what's the matter I said well I'd, I ordered some shortbread and I, I don't know if it's arrived yet and he went what I said I ordered some shortbread and then I said oh here it is I just bent down and picked up the chair. Thanks a lot. And he was and he, he looking at me like totally puzzled. I went on the pitch, but then I remembered their team captain was Colin Hendry. Scottish right? International. Scottish International. So I've got a Scottish shortbread. So when they do the walk down the line, you know, they shake your hands. Colin shakes my hand and went, Colin, so great to see you again here. I've got you this. What have you got me? And he had nothing, he had nothing for me. Oh, but he took the shortbread. Did he? Yeah, he took me shortbread. 
But I wonder who's shortbread. A full, full, actually... full kilogram of shortbread. That's a lot of shortbread, that, mate. I wonder who's shortbread it actually was. I don't know. To this day, I'm baffled by why there was shortbread at the match, but it did make me giggle. Can um, we squeeze in the toiletries? We've got. We've got. We've only got a very short space. Oh, that, 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 what, before we do, there's one thing I desperately wanted to ask you. Have you ever had your fortunes old? Um, once I was gonna, I was gonna ask you once. You've only ever done once, yeah. Well, I went to I went to a clairvoyant. Right, I went to a clairvoyant the other week, and I've never experienced the. the I mean, these clairvoyants do sometimes palm reading, sometimes with tea leaves. This clairvoyant read the lines in your neck. You can do that, it's, right? Do that, do that, and you can. She can read that. Do you know? What, do you know what she was? What? She was a fortune teller. Oh. <laughs> Fortune, I'm into that. <laughs> I generally once interviewed when I was on my back in my radio days. I once interviewed a lady who specialised in unusual. She was a bit tyromancy. I still remember the name. She used to re read the veins in cheese, and she was basically saying you can use anything to interpret or contact the dead, even. And I used, do you know what I used? Go on. I attempted to use uh, alphabetic spaghetti. Because I thought it's perfect, isn't it? If you're going to contact the dead, alphabetic spaghetti, you tip the tin out and just go like that with the words. I don't know. Probably you can use the letters. And then use letters to decipher. And I contacted, well, I thought I'd contacted a ghost. Because it was, ooh, ooh. Then I realised I'd only gone and bought a tin of spaghetti oops by mistake. Oh, for crying out. Bloody hell. Right. I'm not even doing that. That was funny, actually. <laughs> Thank I'll you. I'll give you that. Thank you. I'll give you that. <laughs> Have you ever mm. taken advantage of Janet's toiletries in the bathroom? Oh, you you're gonna, the... I'm fascinated about this because you, you, this is one of those occasions. I don't want to embarrass you in any way, but you sent me this message like, going, this is what we'll be discussing. As if I would have a thir 30 different examples of where I've used uh, cosmetics. And I can't think of one, okay? I'd... Well, if you she know... sometimes nicks mine. She bought me some face cleanser thing the other week. She says, you never use this. I've started using it. I, go, well, I don't need my face cleaning that often. Oh, yeah, there's loads of stuff in the bathroom. I'm always... Well, I well, get you, the, those little it... circular pads. I bought her then. What do you mean? That, like the cotton oh, pads, what, the actual stuff, like, like the size of... Well, for cleaning, I found some toner. It's good toner. Have you ever used toner? You use a toner? Yeah, it's only for clean... It's only a clear water, isn't it? And you just give your face a little... Yeah, hey, the colour that, that zone? The colour that comes off. that zone. The colour that comes off, the muck. Oh, I hear all in there, Steve. Oh, it's a, it's a pocket full of... So all sorts in that cupboard. <laughs> you started using it. I'm not, I moisturise. Yeah, of course I moisturise. I'm a 21st century man, moisturising, moisture. but I'm not a toner. Yeah, coconut. I've got my own... Con don't even use conditioner. You don't use... Coconut. It's unbelievable, the stuff that's in there that I just... Because I'm the only one in the morning, and I? Bradley's gone to school, Vicky's gone to work, and I think, ooh, what have we got in here today? Let's have a little look at this. <laughs> it's a fascinating... Instead of just putting soap on your hands and washing your face, yeah. you do that first in the shower, but then you'd have the little pads, the little cotton pads, and you yeah. put your little bit of toe. You talking like this, imagine what it's like in my house with four women. But you've got a better than oh, you've got a hamper of stuff you can I, use. I, I saw a clip, actually, quite recently with Billy Connolly discussing this and saying his wife's side of the cabinet 
and it was the, the, the bathroom he basically he's going to creams for this and creams for yeah. you know here and creams for the corticals of your skin and things for your eyes and and then going through everything and so in my corner of the room there's a glass with a toothbrush in it yeah <laughs> that's it and vaseline the only thing i can think i, I my daughters did generally buy it and only because i took the makeup and there's nothing so terrifying as going home coming back from a gig at night with your wife and three daughters sat wearing those cosmetic face masks. Done that. Oh, my word. It's like going into... It's like as if mannequins have come alive. Do you not it? use them? Well, they bought me some, good. and I have used one once. Oh, they're good. They're good. A serum bomb is the one I get. Oh, <laughs> you're proper into it. L'Oreal serum bomb. There's one called Candy Something at the side of my bed at the moment, and I've never... I don't know what opportunity... I don't... I, should never do. sit still long enough to well to wear one. You don't have to put it on for fifteen minutes. Put it on, make a brew, sit there. Da, da, da. You don't, aren't you? If you've got a photo call for Panto and you want to look a little bit sort of fresh, then uh, pop it on. You'd be surprised. I'm not convinced by them. Oh, not, the, oh, the goods. The, oh, you'll feel spectacular, Steve. What should people be wearing? Hey, yeah, it's bank holiday again. Well, toner is what you should be wearing. It is a bank holiday weekend. It may see camouflage trousers building from the north. No one saw that coming. <laughs> I just paused for the I laugh. Did you get that? Yeah. <laughs> Along with a few spells of Macintosh in the afternoons, remaining bland and simple on Monday with variable muted colours and outbreaks of leopard print. These falling heavy at times. The rest of the week will be a mix of knitwear and slacks, some of which might be heavier than usual, as high as Aaron in exposed areas. But as I always say, try not to expose those areas. Shoe state, casual to leather sole, underwear, Lace to disgrace, and that's your clothing. And that is your show. Have a happy coronation weekend. Oh, is that this week or next? No, it's not. No, we'll discuss that next week. Next week, Royal will discuss Royal. Oh, look forward to it. <laughs>